Welcome to the Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society 2021 Award Show. I'm Eric. I'm Tim. And I'm Joshua. And our award show opening theme was created and performed by our mysterious listener, Brent, a.k.a. Vic Villare. Thank you, Brent. Today, we're looking back at the classic and not-so-classic old-time radio stories featured on the podcast in 2021. We'll tally votes from our Facebook polls, Patreon supporters, and your mysterious old hosts in order to declare a final winner and loser. At the end of the show, we will present the Porky and Mike Loving Cup, named after the anti-heroes from the Quiet Please classic The Thing on the Forbal Board, to the very best old-time radio selection of 2021. We will also present the Singing Gorilla Medal of Dishonor, named after the ill-fated ape from the dark fantasy disaster Spawn of the Subhuman, to the very worst old-time radio selection of 2021. The nominees in order of appearance on the podcast are... Present tense, from Escape, Vincent Price stars as a convicted murderer who escapes execution over and over again. Is he an ingenious escape artist, a madman, or both? Devil in the Deep Freeze, from Candy Matson. Candy investigates a dead body discovered in an Italian restaurant. Eventually, she goes to the opera. There is a middle part, too. Only the dead die twice from inner sanctum. A femme fatale hires a hearse driver to dispose of a corpse. What could possibly go wrong? Brave New World from CBS Radio Workshop, Aldous Huxley's dystopian classic depicting a future in which science has eclipsed morality and hedonism has replaced emotional connection. Also, babies are electrocuted. The Nightman from Suspense. A woman believes the man she framed for murder has escaped and now works as the elevator operator in her apartment building. Is it revenge or a case of mistaken identity? Meshuggah from Gunsmoke. Marshall Dillon stumbles upon an entire town being held hostage. Can he save them before the murderous outlaws kill them all one by one? The Louis Spence case from Richard Diamond, private detective. The legendary singing detective must foil a madman's plot to blow up a police station. He Who Follows Me from The Hall of Fantasy. A hapless couple are stalked across the country by a vengeful spirit. Battle of the Magicians from Lights Out. Zombies on a plane! The mysterious Saladin fights to save an airline from the mystic machinations of his arch-foe! The Cheesecake Murder Case from Philo Vance. A cheesecake photographer is murdered, and Philo Vance believes the key to solving the case is... an actual cheesecake. SOS from the Mysterious Traveler. Three castaways recount their supposedly foolproof plan to rob a cruise ship. The Lodger from Mystery in the Air. A landlady fears her new tenant is a notorious serial killer. Can't she discover the truth before her daughter becomes his next victim? 100 in the Dark from Suspense. The hostess of a dinner party discovers one of her guests is a thief. Her solution? Count to 100. Ticket to Tangier from The Lives of Harry Lyme. A mysterious invitation lures Harry to Tangiers, where he must make a choice between a beautiful woman and his moral code. The author and the thing from Lights Out. Arch Obler struggles with writer's block as he attempts to write the final episode of Lights Out. The ghost from The Key. A puzzle master utterly fails to solve the mystery of a haunted house. The Thing in the Window, from Suspense. Not of Work actor claims there is a dead body in the window of the apartment house next door. Is he seeing things, or is something diabolical afoot? 
Werewolf from Dragnet. A feral maniac is attacking young women, and it's up to Friday and Romero to stop him. Hot Rod Accident from Defense Attorney. Marty is tasked to prove the innocence of a teenager accused of a fatal hit and run. If the boy is innocent, who was driving the car, and why is he lying about his whereabouts at the time of the accident? The Village of Doom from The Shadow. A small town is plagued by a series of mysterious deaths and calls upon the Shadow for help. Can he uncover the truth before any more innocents are killed? More importantly, is Lamont man enough to open Margot's pickle jar? The Ring of Thoth from Escape. An ancient Egyptian search for his lost love leads him to the Louvre. Will the curse of immortality finally be lifted, or does fate have other plans for poor, unsuspecting Sosra? Who goes there from Chillers? A group of scientists in Antarctica discover an alien creature with the ability to mimic the physical appearance of terrestrial life. Cue paranoia and death. The House with a Past from Hermit's Cave. A young couple move into a house and are immediately confronted by supernatural phenomena. Strange sounds lead them to the attic where they make a horrifying discovery. The Heart of Kali from Escape. In the final episode of the series, a down-on-his-luck vet resorts to brutal violence in his bid to retrieve a lost treasure from a temple in India. Will he achieve his goal or discover too late the truth behind the old adage, be careful what you wish for? Tissue Memory from Fear on 4. After receiving a heart transplant, a young woman has waking dreams of another life. In Flanders Fields, from The New Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, Holmes and Watson are sent to the front on a secret wartime mission. Bon Voyage from Lights Out. Two elderly women buy passage on a ship that departs at midnight, but they soon discover that the sea offers no refuge from the secret that haunts them. Skylab Can You Hear Me from Zero Hour. Skylab is in trouble, and only the combined power of William Shatner and Casey Kasem can save the day. Too Many Smiths from Suspense. A ruthless janitor will stop at nothing to win a toothpaste slogan contest. The Hands of Mr. Smith from The Haunting Hour. A stick-up man kills his violent partner and makes plans to run away with the dead man's wife, but he soon discovers you can't run away from murder. The Parade from X-1. A Martian hires an ad man to promote the next big thing. The Invasion of Earth. Death of a Picture Hanger from Crime Classics. The mostly true story of the Ford brothers and the unsuspecting picture hanger they shot and killed. The Big Cast from Dragnet. Friday and Romero take a serial killer to lunch. Ringing the Changes from Nightfall. A newlywed couple honeymoon in the seaside town of Hollyhaven, where the church bells never stop ringing until they do. The Fisherman and His Soul from Columbia Workshop. A young man gives up his soul to live with his beloved mermaid. His soul is not happy with the arrangement. Four went home from escape. Fearing their imminent execution, a ragtag group of American soldiers plot their escape from a Nazi prison camp. The House of Death from the Mysterious Traveler. Two elderly sisters will stop at nothing to free themselves from the clutches of their niece and nephew. A Pride of Carrots from CBS Radio Workshop. The first Earthlings arrive on Venus to find a populated by warring populations of sentient vegetables. Death to carrots. Death to carrots. Death to carrots. The locomotive ghosts from the mysterious traveler. A train robber is haunted by his guilty conscience. Or is it the avenging spirit of a supernatural train? Murder on the train from the adventures of Leonidas Witherall. A Shakespeare look-alike and his faithful housekeeper investigate a murder en route to an educational conference. The Case of the Slaughtered Santas from The New Adventures of Nero Wolfe. The title says it all. Nero Wolfe and his trusty assistant Archie Goodwin are on the trail of a deranged Kris Kringle killer. 
The Signal Man from Suspense. Uh, if you don't know the plot by now, we can't help you. Now, let's hear from one of our Patreon supporters, Chris. Hey guys, this is Chris from Canada. I've been a proud supporter of Morals ever since I first discovered it a couple of years ago. And I'm happy to be a part of the best and worst for 2021. My personal best for 2021 was easily He Who Follows Me from Hall of Fantasy. I've enjoyed this episode for many years, and it's one of my go-tos when I can't find anything else that I want to listen to. There's something about the stalker from beyond the grave that just works for me. More years ago than I care to admit, I used He Who Follows Me as a campfire ghost story for my kids, and it literally scared the bejesus out of them. When I played this episode for them later on, they were absolutely hooked, and they've been OTR listeners ever since. For worst of the year, I have to go with The Fisherman and His Soul, simply because for whatever reason, this just didn't work for me. Other than that, guys, thank you very much for many enjoyable hours of great old-time radio, and thank you for all your hard work. And here's to many more years to come. Thank you, Chris. In addition to our Patreon judges, we also collected votes from our mysterious old Facebook discussion group. In the best of category, our Facebook group chose the following finalists. Four went home from Escape, Devil in the Deep Freeze from Candy Matson, The Parade from X-1, Meshuggah from Gunsmoke, SOS from the Mysterious Traveler, The Case of the Slaughtered Santas from the New Adventures of Nero Wolf, The Thing in the Window from Suspense, 100 in the Dark from Suspense, and The Heart of Kali from Escape. And the winner is... thought I heard a kid crying. I didn't. Hey! Is there anybody around? Meshuga from Gunsmoke. The group also voted for the worst of 2021. Finalists were The Ghost from The Key, The Fisherman and His Soul from CBS Radio Workshop, Skylab Can You Hear Me from Zero Hour. A quick correction. The name of this Zero Hour episode is Skylab Are You There, not Skylab Can You Hear Me. Unfortunately, your mysterious old host spent the entirety of this recording session referring to this episode by the wrong name. So, you've been warned. Also, we apologize. A Pride of Carrots from CBS Radio Workshop. The Lodger from Mystery in the Air. And the only finalist to appear in both the best and worst of category, 100 in the Dark from Suspense. And the winner is... Dick Conroy, are you copying? Roger, Dick. We are now the pressurizing lab. Skylab, can you hear me from Zero Hour? And now it's time to announce the 2021 Mysterious Old Listener of the Year. This honor is bestowed upon a listener who has made a notable impact on the podcast. And that listener is... Christian, last name withheld for privacy reasons, but it starts with the letter N and ends with an S, and there are some vowels goofing around in there, too. Christian is a longtime listener who we first met many years ago when he crossed at least one state line to attend our live performance at the Minnesota Fringe Festival. Not only was it the first time a listener made a pilgrimage to one of our performances, but it was the first time a listener made a pilgrimage to one of our performances wearing a mysterious old Radio Listening Society t-shirt. Over the years, we've had a chance to get to know Christian through our Facebook group, 
Patreon happy hours, his award show votes, and in 2021, his guest appearance on the podcast. If you don't know Christian, take our word for it. He is thoughtful, funny, and extremely knowledgeable in the ways of old-time radio. For his guest spot, Christian asked us to listen to something a little outside our wheelhouse, Miss Sugar from Gunsmoke. Being the generous and not at all condescending gentleman we are, we said, sure, Christian. We'll listen to your silly little western. How adorable of you to ask. Our dismissive attitude came from our preconceived notion that Gunsmoke, the radio series, would naturally be as boring as Gunsmoke, the television series. Keeping in mind our opinion of Gunsmoke, the television series, was not based on any sophisticated adult criteria, but solely on vague childhood memories of watching reruns with our doddering grandparents. So, as is often the case on this podcast, we were proven utterly and completely wrong. We love Gunsmoke. A lot. Christian's recommendation resulted in more than just an entertaining episode. It opened up whole new vistas for the podcast. Vistas that literally every other old-time radio listener already knew about, sure. But that doesn't make it any less impressive. So, in honor of a successful conversion of Earth's last three Gunsmoke skeptics, we crown Christian our 2021 Mysterious Old Listener of the Year. And speaking of Christian, let's hear his vote for best and worst of 2021. Hello, Morals listeners, Christian speaking, taking this opportunity to share my votes for 2021's Best and Worst of the Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society podcast. One of the 2021 episodes is one I suggested, the Gunsmoke episode, Mashuga. I thought Mashuga excelled in all aspects of an audio production, but voting for the episode that I brought seemed a little self-serving, so I examined the others closely. And there is a wealth of excellent choices this year. I could honor Sherlock Holmes, one of my favorite characters, a character I've even written for. Or I could honor one of the other great characters of classic radio, Harry Lyme, Richard Diamond, Diamond. Joe Friday, or Candy Madsen. The meta concept of the author and the thing is one of my favorites, and Thor Went Home was a masterpiece of audio drama. And I could go on. There was an abundance of worthy candidates. And ultimately, I decided to vote for... Meshuggah. Anyway, now, as far as the worst of 2021, I didn't feel there were any bad episodes this year. There were a couple that I had completely forgotten less than a year later. But my choice for this category is more about missed expectations. That's the Zero Hour episode, Skylab, what's going on up there, or whatever. Dramatic opening music and introduction from Rod Serling in Outer Space Crisis starring Casey Kasem and William Shatner, but the overall package wasn't great. So there are my votes. Thank you for listening, and keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Thanks, Christian. And now it's time for a pop quiz. Gentlemen, I have prepared three rounds of questions carefully designed to test your memory of last year's episodes, as well as related areas of knowledge. Are you ready? No. Absolutely not. 
It's a rhetorical question. Too bad. <laughs> All right. It's going to so, be embarrassing. This is round one, and these are easy warm-up questions. Oh, Each no. of them worth one point. Okay? All yes. right. The first question is for Tim. Mm. In 2021, we featured two productions with the name Smith in the title. Too Many Smiths from Suspense and The Hands of Mr. Smith from The Haunting Hour. Which of these two Smith-related stories featured a cameo appearance by William Johnstone, better known to radio lovers as The Shadow? Too Many Smiths. The Shadow knows. (laughs) Yes, you are right. One point to Tim. I had a 50-50 shot. (laughs) I was going to say, it's a 50-50. I actually brought one of those episodes to this podcast, and I didn't know the answer to that. (laughs) Now, this one's for Eric. William Johnstone played the shadow. Too many Smiths. William Johnstone played the shadow from 1938 to 1943. What was the name of his first story? Was it A, Cavalcade of Death, B, The Man Who Death Forgot, C, Traffic in Death, or D, Death Comes for the Archbishop? Uh, Cavalcade of Death. I'm sorry. It is C, traffic in death. Huh? Huh. No point for Eric. So Tim gets a 50-50 shot, and I get a 25% shot. Okay, I get it. You'll get your 50-50 chance. (laughs) Hold tight. (laughs) Tim. Yes. Death Comes for the Archbishop is not the name of a shadow episode. It is the name of a novel by which 20th century author? Is it A, V.C. Andrews, B, Elspeth Huxley, C, Willa Cather, or D, Anne Rice? Let's say Huxley. Sorry, it's Willa Cather. Oh! You even Coach is going to be mad at me. Yeah, maybe you should stop making fun of me for reading books, guys. I don't make fun of you. I'm just <laughs> horrified at my own. Eric, see. this is your 50-50 shot. In 2021, we featured two productions with the word thing in the title. The author and the thing from Lights Out, and the thing in the window from Suspense. Which of these two thing-titled stories included a reference to the play Arsenic and Old Lace? Oh, interesting. Uh, I think it was a, the thing in the window because they were actors, I believe. The shadow knows. <laughs> well done. <laughs> exactly right. Thing in the window. Nice. Process of elimination. I don't remember that reference to Arsenic and Lace. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> Tim, yes. speaking of the word thing, we also listen... Ben Grimm. Very, very close. <laughs> <laughs> we also listen to Who Goes There from the 2002 BBC radio series Chillers, based on the 1938 novella by John W. Campbell, which also inspired the classic film The Thing from Another World and The Thing. What little-known Golden Age radio series also adapted Campbell's story. Was it A, Exploring Tomorrow, B, Beyond Tomorrow, C, Search for Tomorrow, or D, Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow? (laughs) Go with D so I can sing that. I'm going to guess Beyond Tomorrow. No, it was Exploring Tomorrow. Uh, Sadly, their version does not exist. Uh, But we did listen to an episode of Exploring Tomorrow on our Patreon-only podcast, Mm -hmm. B-Sides of the Mysterious Old Radio. And speaking of Patreon, Eric, this is the last question of the easy round. (laughs) (laughs) This was the easy round? Oh, my God. 
Which of the following is the name of a real social media platform we <laughs> use to interact with our Patreon supporters? And by we, I mean me and Tim. <laughs> is it A, disunity? B, discord? C, disestablishmentarianism? Or D, dysentery? Someone has got to start an app called Disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> uh, it is Discord. The Shadow Knows. <laughs> Woo! Nice. You got it right. Yeah. So this is round two. These are a little tougher. Each question is worth five points. Tim, in 2021, how many episodes of Suspense did we feature on the podcast? Is it A, four, B, five, C, two, or D, 100? In the dark. (laughs) I'm going to say five. The shadow knows. (laughs) You are right. We featured The Nightman, 100 in the Dark, The Thing in the Window, Too Many Smiths, and The Signal Man. Eric. Yeah, can nice you work. can you match these actors to the suspense episode in which they appeared? Each one you get right is worth one point for the potential of five. Okay. Hume Cronin. Uh, too many Smiths. The Shadow Knows. <laughs> Correct. That's one point for Eric. Virginia Bruce. <sighs> Sig- oh, Nightman. The Yes, Ellen Drew. Uh, that was was our signalman suspense. Was that a female in that one or not? I'm going to go with a uh, hundred in the dark in that one. You were right the first time, the signalman. Signal I'm going to give you that point because <laughs> I'm feeling bad for you, yeah. Joseph He's Cotton a- slash Robert Montgomery. That was one hundred in the dark. <laughs> no, it was the thing in the window. Right, Eric Dressler. 100 in the dark. The shadow knows. Yes. <laughs> All five. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got money on this. Tim, mm. in 1992, 40 years after it was broadcast on Suspense, Lucille Fletcher's The Nightman was adapted into a steamy made-for-TV movie starring which 1980s sitcom matriarch? Was it A, Meredith Baxter, from Family Ties. B, Joanna Kearns from Growing Pains. C, Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show. Or D, Estelle Getty from The Golden Girls. It was Meredith Baxter. No, I'm sorry, it was Joanna Kearns, but I'm with you. I would have liked to have seen that. (laughs) I felt so confident. Mm, I would have liked to have seen Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Eric. In 2021, how many of the episodes we listened to were adapted from literature, not including series like Philo Vance or The New Adventures of Nero Wolf that were based on literary characters, but featured original scripts written specifically for radio? Was it A, 17, B, 1, C, 9, or D, 36? Uh, 9. The Shadow Knows. You are right. Well guessed. Brave New World, He Who Follows Me, The Lodger, 100 in the Dark, The Ring of Thoth, Who Goes There, Ringing the Changes, The Fisherman and His Soul, and The Signal Man. I would have rattled that off. Tim, <laughs> can you match these authors to their episodes? Oh. Each one you get right is worth one point for the potential of five. 
Charles Dickens. The Signal Man. The Shadow Nose. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Johnson. He who fought. Nope. On Heard in the Dark. The Shadow Nose. <laughs> yes. Robert Aikman. Ringing the Changes. The Shadow Nose. Yes. M.R. James. He who follows me. The Shadow Nose. <laughs> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. The Ring of Thoth. The Shadow Nose. Woohoo! He sweeped it. Eric, final question to round two. Which production featured on the podcast in 2021 was originally written for radio but later adapted into a novel? Was it A, Skylab Can You Hear Me from Zero Hour, B, The Nightman from Suspense, C, Death of a Picture Hanger from Crime Classics, or D, A Pride of Carrots from CBS Radio Workshop? Pride of Carrots. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought for sure someone would have written that down. It was written by a novelist, especially for radio, so you're, you give him half a point. <laughs> and give Tim a full point, too. <laughs> no, Just for sitting patiently through it. It was The Nightman by Lucille uh, Fletcher. It was uh, novelized in 19, 1953 by Alan Ullman. He also novelized Sorry, Wrong Number. And adapted it into a film starring Estelle Getty. <laughs> Which I've got to see. Nobody ever sings about the band girls Because the band girls are sad Everybody sings about the good girls Because the good girls are sad Alright, before we enter our third and final round and discover who is the winner here, let's hear from another Patreon supporter, Christine. Hello. My name is Christine Bruin, and I am a proud card-carrying patron of the Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society. Best is such a subjective idea, but I have to say how much I enjoyed episode 232, The Parade, by X-1. I love I it love when old radio love. falls somewhere between X-5, my love of Ray Bradbury and the fantastically three, campy old movies two, my dad would bring X home from the video one. store. Them, The Blob, The Thing, Plan 9 from Outer Space, Forbidden Planet... Of course, I'm referring to the 1950s versions of these. The parade. the parade feels to me to be in that sweet spot of sci-fi. A fun romp with aliens, elbow nudges at social commentary, and, and a well-done change in tone that pulls you in. Although the story perhaps suffers from a lack of mystery or suspense, aside from how will it end, which, arguably, it did not even answer, I enjoyed the ride, and especially appreciated that tonal shift. The hokey advertising guy turns out to have some depth of character, and a story that started kind of silly turns pretty dark, with actor Joseph Curtin carrying that through as Adman Ryan. As far as a worst episode, is it cheating not to pick one? There are certainly productions I like less than others, or characters, or stories, or twists that I think are silly or contrived, but there's always the morals guys at the end, either backing me up with amusing commentary, or changing my mind. So I have a hard time choosing a worst. Perhaps I need to work on developing stronger feelings towards entertainment from decades past. Death to carrot. Though I Death certainly have a love-hate thing going on with those talking vegetables. So for me, it's been another great year of old radio, and enjoyably listening to middle-aged guys talk about it. Thank you, Eric, Tim, and Joshua, for the sounds, the music, and the voices. Thanks, Christine. And now it's time for our final quiz round to determine which of my two mysterious old co-hosts knows the most about the podcast. 
they produce. Each question is worth 10 points. Gentlemen, are you ready? No. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Tim, in episode 215, we discussed Ticket to Tangier from the Lives of Harry Lime, starring Orson Welles. What is Mr. Wells' middle name? Is it A, Robert, B, Manfred, C, Leonidas, or D, Orson? Orson. The shadow knows. You are right. His name at birth was George Orson Welles. Oh, I see. I thought it was Orson Orson. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Then Mark could have called him. Yes. <laughs> Eric, in episode 210, we discussed Battle of the Magicians from Lights Out, written by Willis Cooper. Beginning sometime in the early 1940s, Cooper changed the spelling of his name from Willis, W-I-L-L-I-S, to Willis, W-Y-L-L-I-S. Was it because, A, he felt it would grab the attention of prospective employers, B, a head injury caused him to lose the ability to spell, C, his wife's numerologist told him to do it, or D, he lost a bet with Ernest Chappell? I'm going to go... There's so many I want to be true. <laughs> I want all of them to be true. I, I'm gonna go with he lost a bet. No. Oh, oh, let me let me second choice. Yeah. Head injury. <laughs> no. Third choice. Uh, numerologist. Right. His wife's numerologist told him that he should spell his name differently, and like a good husband. He did. Whatever keeps the peace, baby. <laughs> All right. These are our final two questions, and they are the most difficult because they require the kind of knowledge that is the hardest to gain. Self-knowledge. <laughs> Tim, what episode of Old Time Radio caused you to proclaim, Yay, I'm delighted by this horrible moment in history. Was it A, Death of a Picture Hanger from Crime Classics? B, Four Went Home from Escape? C, In Flanders Fields, from The New Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, or D, Brave New World, from CBS Radio Workshop? Boy, it applies to all of them, doesn't it, Tim? It does. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Nope, it was In Flanders Field, oh. from The New Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. You don't remember what you said. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and our final question goes to Eric. Eric, which of the following quotes is not something you said after realizing you completely missed the big twist at the end of SOS from the Mysterious Traveler. <laughs> it's what you didn't say. Okay. Was it A, okay, so this might have to be an edit, but what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I said that every episode. B, I feel so dumb again. <laughs> say that every episode. C, my wife is right. I hear, but I don't listen. Or D, I don't know what to believe anymore. Every truth in my life, I have to go back and re-examine. I, I think C. The shadow knows. You are absolutely right. But I'm betting she has said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the twist? Seriously, seriously, what was the twist of that thing? Um, if you haven't heard it, it'd be a spoiler. Oh, God. I will concede to your hilarious uh, struggle with SOS. Congratulations. So I win? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. I won something. <laughs> Can we edit this out, but what's going on? Don't mind people grinning in your face. Yeah, just bear this in mind. A true friend is hard to find. <laughs> <laughs>
And now, before we reveal our own votes for best and worst, let's hear from one last patron. Mark sends us his votes via email, so we asked our summer intern, Aaron, yes, we have a summer intern, to record it for us. Hello, summer, how is you? We've been waiting here for you. There are obviously many great episodes to choose from over the course of 2021, but I narrowed my choices for best production down to The Nightman, 100 in the Dark, and Four Went Home. All three episodes are fantastic in terms of script, performance, direction, sound, etc. So my decision comes down to my personal definition of what makes a radio show a true classic, which is the ability to tell the story in a way that exceeds how it could be done in any other medium. For that reason, my vote for best production goes to 100 in the Dark. While The Nightman and Four Went Home are wonderful, no aspect of either episode would be lost if they were presented on television or on stage. But 100 in the Dark uses the radio medium to its full advantage, because in the crucial scene, the characters are as limited in what they can see as the audience listening at home. Plus, the risk they take in slowly and deliberately counting out every single number from 1 to 100 is so audacious but they actually pull it off. The fact they chose to do this as the final episode of the show's first season makes it even more remarkable. I suspect that it won't be a popular choice, but it's the best episode in my books. Voting for worse production is always fraught with peril, but my choice is the house with a past. There's nothing particularly offensive about the production, but it's just a very basic story with loose ends and plot holes. The performance levels make it seem, at times, as if the actors are in different productions, which seems like something that a director should try to avoid. It definitely seems like the script dates back to an era before shows started to really understand and trust their audiences. Finally, if I may be so presumptuous as to propose a new category, I think that listeners should be allowed to vote on the best morals episode. This has nothing to do with the production being discussed and everything to do with the production itself. My vote for 2021 goes to episode 218. The Thing in the Window is one of my favorite suspense shows that I remember listening to growing up, and I was aware of the different endings. But the fact that Tim had listened to a different production and nobody realized this until well into the recording made this discussion even more delightful than usual. Thanks, Mark and Aaron. And now it's time to reveal our votes. Who wants to begin? I will go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is often the case, I like to sort of pick three and then get a uh, winner out of them on both ends of the scale. Uh, for my best, this year we had a lot of strong contenders. The, I know last year we, we sort of felt like, well, there's the one ringer and everything else is going to have a hard time competing with it. But this year there's a lot to choose from. That being said, it was easy for me to go through and grab my three favorites really quick. Uh, one of them, I would all say number three, was the death of a picture hanger from Crime Classics. It was such a joyous discovery. I know we've done an episode of Crime Classics before, but this was still so unexpectedly funny and smart, and it tells a story in a sort of roundabout way that I delighted me. And I, I came up with other people's favorites, so I, I won't go on and on about it, but really good. And we performed it live just recently, and that was even more fun. Uh, my number two was The Heart of Kali from Escape. 
Uh, I thought not only like this is a great example of an episode of Escape, but because we've listened to several last episodes of series before, and this one really showed off that Escape could have just gone on and on and on and still been great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but my number one audacious, strange, twisty storytelling, all these things that I love, and plus, they counted to 100. Uh, I love 100 in the Dark from Suspense. If you, if you made me put it, you know, sat down, it's like, so what happened in the story? I'd struggle <laughs> in a way that I love. <laughs> I think this kind of happened. This also kind of happened. I'm not entirely sure, but it really implies some interesting things. So that's my number one. Best of the year, 100 in the Dark from Suspense. I just want to jump in there. Like, we had some listeners who were like, oh, the counting to 100 was was stupid and terrible. And some that were with us that, like, they're, they're, gonna, doing, it. they're doing it. They're counting to 100. And I was amazed by how actually suspenseful that and beautifully done that was. Good choice. Thank you. My three at the bottom, also easy to pick, and it's probably no coincidence that all three of them are episodes I brought. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to make me feel so much better when I reveal my choices. (laughs) It's totally understandable. I don't feel bad about it because listeners, the two of you, when you bring an episode, it's because I'm interested to hear a discussion about this. I think this is worthy of discussion. Um, I enjoy this, or I find it intriguing. I bring episodes because that series starts with Z. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And speaking of which, that is one of my, uh, not my worst, but a contender was, are you there, Skylab? It's me, or whatever the proper name of it was, from Zero Hour. It is my least of the worsts. That's warm glow of 70s nostalgia. The the actors are not giving it their all, but I do enjoy those actors. Uh, And the plot is absurd. Yep. Second on the list of worst would be uh, the ghost from the key. Uh, this is a story of a guy who says, "I cannot help you," and then goes on goes on to not help. That delivered on your promise. But again, that is an episode I brought because the series starts with K. Uh, but the one that hurt worst this year, the one that like ah uh, just. I can't choose another episode that hurt me more than this one. It was the Signal Man from Suspense. Oh. This year's Signal mm. Man was, was hard to take, and I put it as my worst of the year. Nice. Your choices took a beating, Tim. Mm-hmm. Well, I narrowed mine down pretty quickly to four for the best of, and that is uh, Mashuga. I just think it is what got me excited about Gunsmoke. It is written by Anthony Ellis who never seems to disappoint me, and just a really well-produced piece of suspense uh, set aside that it is gun smoke. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. I also chose Ringing the Changes uh, from Nightfall, because I think that's a just fantastic and faithful mm. and interesting adaptation of one of my favorite Aikman stories. Four Went Home from Escape. It's just a beautiful piece of radio. Mm-hmm. Very very well done. I'm out of superlatives. Um, and then I also put on here, for all the same reasons Tim included it, Death of a Picture Hanger from Crime Classics. It's not a whiz-bang type of wow-you-best-of type of story, uh, but it is smart and dark and weird and funny 
it just does so many different things at once. And so I was just sat and stared at these four <laughs> forever <laughs> and ever to choose one. But after listening to more Gunsmoke, I realized, you know, Meshuggah is not the best of Gunsmoke. It kind of altered my perspective. It's good, but I don't know if it's the best radio production we've listened to this year. So I took that off the list. Bringing the changes, I love, but it has that terrible, terrible transition music choices. Like, extra terrible. Even by nightfall standards, they make no sense. And I realize that much of what I enjoy about Bringing the Changes is just the original short story. It's not right. that Nightfall mm-hmm. as a radio production adds much to it. So that leaves me with Death of a Picture Hanger and Four Went Home, which made me think they have two things in common, and it's one of the reasons I like them. Both of them give away the game to a certain extent right at either the top or with the title. Mm. And Four Went Home, you know, like, well... There's more than four people here. Uh, one of you guys is not going to make it. And so at first I was like, well, that's kind of disappointing. But I think it's impressive that they build so much suspense when you know to some degree what is going to happen. It's the same with Death of a Picture Hanger, where you're like, we know Jesse James gets shot at the end of this, but somehow I am still completely hooked and sucked in. Right. And so for me, it's rather arbitrary, but I am going to go with Death of a Picture Hanger just wow. because it was so different and it's not fair to four went home it's just because there is so many other escape episodes that are just as good mm-hmm. i have become perhaps a little jaded right <laughs> I, I still recognize its greatness but it was so nice four years into the podcast to just be really surprised by something and right. uh, i'm gonna give it to death of a picture hanger nice and your worst Worst is Skylab. Can you hear me? There's <laughs> <laughs> no discussion. No discussion. I mean, I think I have said in other best ofs and worst ofs that the cardinal sin for me is that I just don't care about anything that is happening in any given moment in it. It's just boring. Mm-hmm. And I agree with some of Tim's other picks, but the key, <laughs> the guy who just refuses to solve a mystery and successfully doesn't solve it is just mm-hmm. a terrible piece of radio, but highly entertaining. <laughs> Skylab, can you hear me, gives a promise and then just utterly fails to deliver anything. Well, I'm going to go about my best and worst list a little different. All right. Uh, I'm just going to go through uh, some episodes here, make some comments. I'm going to give my best and worst at the end right away. Okay. Meshuga absolutely introduced us to Gunsmoke. I have a soft spot in my heart for it. It was a wonderful episode, and now I'm turned on to this whole new series. But I agree with Joshua that after listening to more Gunsmoke, ah, there's better ones than that. That's amazing. But it's on my list for definitely one of the best of the year. He Who Follows Me from Hall of Fantasy. <laughs> and I don't even want to get into it. Battle of the Magicians. I can't vote for this. You want to know why? All I know is that I've been told that this was really bad and that we're performing this in our best of the worst coming up. I don't remember it. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it other than I can't wait to hear it again because apparently there's zombies on a plane and magicians fighting. And so I can't rightfully put it on my best or worst list. Uh, so sorry about that. SOS, again, I didn't know what the hell was going on. So I can't put that in my list. Apparently, I don't even remember what I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so SOS, not on my list. 100 in the Dark was surprisingly uh, suspenseful and beautiful. It waited till the end for me to go, I think I really like that. <laughs> on my list, definitely of the best of the year, surprisingly. Werewolf from Dragnet is on my list to talk about because I was so disappointed 
there was no werewolf. <laughs> I picked this, brought it to the episode, listened to it. Oh, that wasn't a werewolf. So I was really mad at it. Village of Doom from the Shadow. This could be the best or the worst. <laughs> it had a floating dead baby. <laughs> Because the shadow picks up a dead baby, and of course, to our eyes, that would be a floating dead baby, which was a... Is that horrible or awesome? <laughs> yes. They ran through their salad. He couldn't get a pickle jar open. Everything about this episode was so delightfully... It could be the worst. It could be the best, but didn't make either. Ring of Toth. I'm going to throw that out there with the Heart of Kali from Escape, both at the same time. Not fair for me to put it on my best of because those are really just aimed at me. Those were just, oh my God, thank you so much. That is the kind of radio I love. Who goes there from Chillers? I had never heard that story before, and I was the first time I'd heard something that apparently has been made into movies, books, uh, apps. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed Who Goes There from Chillers. Skylab, absolutely terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. I couldn't agree with you more. Do you know why it's not on my worst? Uh, It's saved by, well, that is Shatner, and that is Casey Kasem, and that's fun. (laughs) The parade was fantastic, and surprisingly, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. I thought that was X minus one. I thought it was wonderful. And then uh, Pride of Carrots in the same category. Did I like that or did I hate that? <laughs> However, it will forever hold a soft spot in my heart because death to carrots. Death to carrots. Death, death to, carrots. to carrots. Death to carrots. So all of those were the, my favorites for ones I uh, have a, a connection to. But to get to the best and the worst, for sure, the worst, absolutely, was the ghost from the key. <laughs> <laughs> For the reason you both said, I'm the puzzler. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) The thing was so terrible top to bottom. It is such a study of writing yourself into a corner that it was horrifyingly bad. And so congratulations, you're worse than Skylab (laughs) Um, and many others that I thought were just terrible. But for the best, there is no contest for me, even though there were a lot in here that were really good and I really enjoyed. I haven't heard anything much better in our entire podcast uh, years of Four Went Home. I have never heard anything quite that riveting. And again, it is aimed at me. I love World War II stories. (laughs) It has action and adventure and it has heroes and it has everything that I love. And you said... I don't know if it stands. I think it may oh, be. I the think epi- it's one of episode. The, it's of a skin. great piece of radio. I'm yeah. now at that point when I create those lists. I'm just right. going with personal preferences in the moment. Right. Absolutely. I'll be honest. When I went through this entire list, Skylab, can you hear me? Is the only one that I could honestly say I took no entertainment from. In some way or the other, I enjoyed like every episode other than that that we listened to this entire year. So, well, good job, everybody and, <laughs> and listeners who recommended them. Except Tim. Tim. <laughs> it's an interesting thing, too, that you're you know, not even on the list that I just went down that I had a connection to that I wanted to talk about for either good or bad reasons. The picture hanger. And I get it. I was surprised by how good it was by the end, but not in my top 15 or whatever I just read of things I want to talk about. So it's interesting, the impact that had on both of you. So do you have a final tally? Yes, and it's going to be a strange year. It's not the slam dunk that we had last year with The Hitchhiker. When we tally all of our votes from everybody, and we just give everyone a fair vote here, we have a tie for best of. Ooh. And that is... You want to try that again? We will. 
Don't fret yourself about that, Dylan. Miss Sugar? Oh. 97, 98, 99, 100. And 100 in the dark. Ah, oh, weird. Oh. They're the only two in our list to receive multiple votes. We were all wow. over the place. I would put 100 in the dark second, I think, on my list of best of. I put that sequence high up there. I don't know yes. if the entire piece hangs together as well, but it's a great moment of old-time radio. the structure of it. There are some of our listeners who are just shaking their heads. There's a handful that really hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, even on the best of list, like, I totally get that if somebody does not buy into this, it's excruciating. <laughs> but I bought into it big. And then there's a landslide victory for Skylab. <laughs> Can you hear me as our worst of 2021? Did the ghost, was that on the list for people? Just your vote. Just my vote? It was uh, my second worst. That was your second worst. Yeah. I'm the puzzler. Yeah? I, I gotta go. That's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> what routine did he said, like, I can't help you. Right. <laughs> he just... <laughs> and he stuck to his word. Well, that wraps up this year's award show for us. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to everyone who voted. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to listeners who recommended many of these excellent episodes that we spent the year listening to. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode as usual. Until then, please enjoy this best and worst of collection of last year's outtakes and bloopers. Look out! That little lispy thing that you just did that lateral lisp i can't do that i I don't know how it's done i will fall into it easier than i ought that makes me crazy i can't do that and people that can do the wookie noise makes me mad that i can't do that (laughs) (laughs) Ah, i can't do i don't know what you're doing i don't know if i could if i could trade the the lisp for a wookie noise if that's a deal i could make (laughs) trading speech impediments yeah you have to meet the (laughs) satan at a crossroads in Georgia. <laughs> At a crossroads. <laughs> We're here with SportsCast. Uh, okay, everybody, welcome to the mysterious old radio spa, a sports podcast. Uh, I'm Jimbo. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about St. Louis today, and well, what a weird trade, huh, guys? So far, this is much more interesting than the six hours of the Peter Jackson Beatles documentary. It's right, f- I'm not seeing it. It's four guys that, if they weren't the Beatles, you'd be like, this improv troupe <laughs> should break up. <laughs> <laughs> it's late at night, and a chill has set in. You're alone, and the only light you hear... Uh, you can't hear light. <laughs> Today, we return to the listener library for a suggestion from our mysterious listener, Ben. Ben writes, Greeting from a... Uh, it's <laughs> not what he wow. wrote. <laughs> ben, what is wrong with you? Ben does not use vowels. <laughs> See, that, that's a hundred times better than the Beatles documentary. <laughs> Just listening to Tim start over <laughs> is better. That's kind of what the that's what that entire time. Yeah, was. I mean, <laughs> that could have just that could have been on the White Album. <laughs> I don't think it picks oh. up, but you know you have the habit. I'm not meaning to ride you, but of like rubbing your 
pant leg. Oh, and I I'm think it's a... depending on the recording when I run that. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> just watch that. A nervous wreck. And also, um, so then sometimes when you shave, you miss it. No, you I breathe weird. Right <laughs> here. Sorry. I was just trying to make up something ridiculous. I miss a so spot. So does everyone. Right That's why there. I picked that. I often yeah. miss like this. Yeah, sometimes I miss like right here, like this big patch. <laughs> Gross. Right down here. You're a big patch. <laughs> <laughs> we back to Zoom. But here's the deal. I've actually listened to the final solution. There's a number <laughs> of <laughs> final solutions. That That's a whole different thing. <laughs> the final be, problem. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the sounds coming from the speaker. Listen to the music. Listen to the music. And listen to the voices. That was weird. My lips stuck together on music. Did you see it? <laughs> music. Again, that was more interesting than the Beatles documentary. <laughs> my lips stuck together. <laughs> also. My, me, me, mine. Yeah, right, you got a song. <laughs> I dig a pygmy. Right. Done. <laughs> Does anybody notice how how much it stinks in here? You know John Lennon didn't use deodorant. I'm just saying. No. All right, here we go. Yoko wouldn't let him. (laughs) There's a uh, a vegetarian Reuben with really thick cut tomatoes. Beefsteak tomatoes, really thick cut. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like thick with the sauerkraut and the Thousand Island. And you grill the tomatoes. And it's really good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'd like some meat on it, too, but... Are you sending Tim and I an angry email? (laughs) (laughs) And another thing. (laughs) Okay, so... um, Something I needed to do... Uh, Record a podcast? (laughs) No! Let the hostage out of your trunk? <laughs> F- <No! laughs> You're not going to let the hostage out of your trunk? And now, let's open the vault and listen to A Logic Named Joe from Dimension X. First aired... Did you just yawn? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I guess that's your vote for Dimension X. <laughs> no, it's just the intro. Oh. No. Oh. I have enormous potential. We <laughs> <laughs> do have enormous potential. But I'm saying even our behind the scenes right now, what we're doing right now, has some interesting, funny moments of... <laughs> Insight and discussion. If they weren't the Beatles, they'd be run of the mill like real estate agents. Like, there's nothing interesting about them. Nothing. Do you agree with me? It's terribly uninteresting. Um, I, I think I didn't enjoy it for different reasons. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Tim. And I'm Joshua. If you're listening to this, it means I've had a lot of wine. <laughs> I, I will also say, I have never enjoyed a read-through in theater in my life. <laughs> they are all people talking too much. And really, memorize your lines, same in the order that they are in the script. That's really what it's about. Listen to the sounds coming from the speaker. Listen to the music and listen to the voices. 
Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> you listen to the voices. I'm already listening to the voices. You guys are voices. <laughs> I'm listening to the voices. Why do you think I'm trying to set everything on fire? <laughs> Kill them. Kill them all. <laughs> Don't listen to the voices. Well, that was, was super fun.